are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transform Your Life podcast. Myself and Ashley, we are back from Florida. Honey, how are you doing? Ah, I am still so good. I mean, I wish I had more of a tan, but otherwise I feel like I'm still riding that beautiful wave of just um, amazing energy that came with that weekend. Um, I had a couple of days though of like decompression and coming back into life and getting organized with that. So I feel like I'm settled and things are good. How about you? How are you feeling after that? You look super tanned right now. Oh, do I? Okay. Yeah, no, I have not done anything. I, um, yeah, guess I'm just... I don't know. Just looking pants. But thank you, love. Um, I probably would say I feel the same. I feel like we got back and I was like talked out energetically, just like I just need to be horizontal um, for a couple of days. But we kind of came back into March break. And so there was only like a teeny tiny bit of that. And then um, spent the next couple of days kind of recharging. Right now, I'm just like elated about being done our breathwork certification and being able to bring this absolutely incredible modality back to the men and women that we serve here in Ontario, Canada, and really just guiding people home. So I'm excited. Super, super excited. And as you say that, I just want to take a minute for all of our listeners, for your mom, for Bradley, for Cam, for my sister-in-law, Christina, um, for Sharina, for all the people who support us in the background, right? Yes. And so everybody who we were off living our best, most fucking amazing life. And I feel really like emotional just thinking about all the people who support us, who show up and the listeners right now, you're showing up, you're showing up for you, but you're also showing up for us. And the reason why we keep doing what we do is for ourselves, but also um, for you. And so I just want to take one quick moment to give a shout out to Sherry Hauk, um, <laughs> to give a shout out to my husband, Cam, to Christina, to Sharina, to all of those people who uphold us so that we can fly. And so just taking a little minute to go, we couldn't have done it without all of you and we love you and we're so fucking grateful because we get to soar we get to fly because you you hold us underneath so mm-hmm. yeah. yes. mm, so much gratitude well put my love mm-hmm. yay and now we get to move in to share all the amazing things 
that um, took place. Breathwork being one of the, I mean, for sure the reason why we went there. Um, but a lot of really beautiful um, healing, a lot of really beautiful risings, a lot of um, sisterhood, best friendship, um, work, all the good things. So we're going to do a little wrap up for you guys, share all the magic, and then take you guys through a little breathwork session with us. Um, just a tiny little mini snippet, but um, yeah. I love mm. that. I love that. All right. So we were enrolled in a program with the Refuge Leadership Academy and started our certification back in November. For some of you that have been following our journey, you know, we had a revolutionary breathwork ceremony in May of last year that led us down this path to know that we needed to bring this modality. So we started our certification in November and then moved through the months acquiring all of the tools and knowledge to bring the modality together and go for a four days graduation, so to speak. And that was in St. Petersburg, Florida. We got to stay with our goddess angel, Heather Radke, the one who introduced us to this type of illumination, shamanic breath work. And so we stayed at her home in Tampa and then drove back and forth to St. Pete's each day. So Ashley, tell me a little bit about what graduation in that four days, what was that like for you? Um, I would say unexpected in a sense that um, I think for many of us, there was, uh, there was a sense of like, okay, we're ready. Come on. Like, let's, let's just get there. And so when we showed up and everybody that we had seen on a screen for the last four months was literally in front of us. Um, there was this bond that was maybe far apart at one point, And then it was like, whew, we became this like glued group. And that was really powerful, um, especially for the women in our group. And so for me, the graduation piece was, um, I was expecting just that we would be getting our breathwork certification and, you know, be able to lead and all of that. Um, but for me, it was more all these little side things that were happening that I was just like, whoa, we're not here for this. We're here for this. Right. And so I think for me, the word that shows up most is unexpected, um, beautiful, but just like, oh, I thought I was going to be here for, you know, leading ceremony and that, that ended up, you know, kind of all coming together for a multitude of reasons, but it was actually more about healing this broken side of myself that I didn't even see was there, right? That came through. And then um, I'll let you speak to this, but the like, the, the Phoenix rising was like another beautiful piece that came out of that. But again, just we didn't think that was going to happen. It just happened. So I think for me, it's more just these like pearls, as Heather would call it, uh, the, the breathwork goddess. She calls them pearls, right? And so I think it's for me, it's about these pearls that I can all now string together um, that was more special or more important or more of a take home for me than like the, the pot of gold that I thought I was showing up for. Mm -hmm. What about for you? Mm, I love that, honey. I love that. I would say it was unexpected too, but the the big word that kind of comes forward for me is connected with 
the Phoenix rising and connecting with the powerful, wild, sacred, beautiful powerhouses that we are. And I, in so many ways, felt like the women of the group had a lot of healing that we needed to do and needed to be surrounded by males for that to happen in the way that it did. And so it was divine timing in many ways, each of the days that we were there. But I think that our ceremony and when we received breath from all males, we did rise from the ashes. We For the person who's listening, will you take us through step-by-step what that looks like. Cause I was there. I felt it. I know what it is that you're talking about. Um, but to receive breath, that might not be something that someone um, who's listening knows what that means or like to switch and then have the other person receive. So let's walk our audience through from the very beginning. Um, that whole thing. I just have to let Briar in our dog. He's scratching at the door. Give me two point five seconds. No problem. So during our certification course, we learned hands-on techniques and we learned how to lead a breathwork ceremony from beginning to end. So a breathwork ceremony is about 60 to 120 minutes in length. And it begins by setting the stage. You would come into the ceremony and either sit on a mat or um, perhaps on some cushions, depending where that might be. And A breathwork ceremony from beginning to end includes setting an intention, perhaps something that you want to let go of, perhaps something you want to call in. But really, you're coming in with knowing that the breath is a modality that can clear out what no longer serves you and also bring in what you may be calling more in for. So after setting the stage, you are led through a ceremony that includes music, breath, and breathwork facilitators who are going to help support and guide that process. So through words, through music, through sound, and through breath, we are taking you through um, about 60 minutes of breathing together, either in through the nose or in through the mouth, and then either out through the nose or out through the mouth with some breath holds where you're holding your breath Um, in a safe container and releasing whenever you feel comfortable to do so. And so it's kind of like a guided meditation mixed with breath is the way I like to explain it. If you've ever done guided meditations with words and music. And so when we were receiving after a couple of days of learning how to facilitate, how to, um, yeah, how to prepare for that, we were paired with somebody. So first of all, the girls were the facilitators first, facilitating with the men on the mat. And so they went through a ceremony with us holding space for them, us using things like touch and breath and sound to support their journey with the breath. So we had the opportunity to work just one-on-one with one participant. And then we switched. And without any sort of intention, the way that it worked out, was that it was all men on the mat the first time with the women and Aaron um, Justice, the hypnotherapist that was on an episode a few weeks ago. We were the facilitators. And then when we switched, it was all the women on the mat receiving breath and the males were the facilitators. And so um, the ceremony began 
And I don't know what your intention was when you were laying there. I don't even remember actually what mine was when I was laying. For, I forget. I don't remember. I don't know if it was surrender or release or I don't, I don't know. I feel like we had how many minutes? Eight minutes after being a facilitator into being um, now the person who's receiving the breath. So not we're now laying on the mat. And so I feel like it was a quick turnover and I don't even know what we... So I don't remember. I don't either. But then we, it it began. And the way that it typically begins is with, um, I would say, um, a harder beat or with um, shamanic beats or with, you think of like tribal drums, something a little bit deeper, darker, faster, poundier. Right. And what happened in that hour was screaming, sacred rage. I let out a fuck you. You wailed at the top of your lungs. And to me, it felt like all of the women, we've all been quiet. Our throat chakras have been like, I haven't been able to speak my truth. And it was screaming and pounding. And a lot of what I would say is sacred rage that has never had a safe container to have a voice. And so I, we saw and felt and heard that all of the women, and I don't know if Erin was screaming and participating or just holding space. I can't speak to his experience, but um, we were all like rising from the ashes. And that's completely what I saw. Like as we were moving into some of those softer, more angelic, more lighter, illumination kind of songs it was like we all had been like held down to our mats for so long and we were just like rising up as these phoenixes from our mats like hear us roar we are here to fucking take up space we are here to just be the powerful women stand in our feminine and our masculine and just show that women will no longer be seconds. We will no longer succumb or be submissive. We were here to also stand in our power. And so what happened in that experience for me and for you was that we cried our fucking eyeballs out like the deepest, darkest cries, the loudest screams, just, it was beautiful. And so... That to me was one of my favorite parts of the whole experience because I do truly think with the breath, there are things that have been held in our bodies for who who knows how long they've been there. You didn't know that's what your reaction was going to be. I didn't know that that was going to be my reaction. But when we are held in a safe container with people, we know that we know that they're safe. We know that we can trust them. We can say the things that we're not safe to say, perhaps when other things have happened to us, whether that's trauma or suppression or maybe even just relationships where it's never been safe to really speak your truth. And so that's what ceremony was. And then I think we were out in the clouds for the next few hours, just like what happened that's been inside of me. Right. And so after a breathwork ceremony and after that, that happens, there's that whole integration process. And so I think for the rest of the day, even into the next day, the integration is, whoa, what just happened to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. When I'm ready to maybe vocalize about my experience and put words to my experience, having that safe practitioner to help move that, move through that and that safe container to move through that with. And then as the upcoming days, weeks and months unfold, 
and things start to come forward and you start to see yourself maybe releasing some of those old habits or those old um, things that were showing up for you, having the practitioners there to say, whoa, okay, I'm proud of you. You let that like, you let that part of you go and we are just excited to help support in that way too. Not only in ceremony, but just that nurturing motherly support from that point forward. I feel like ceremony is a beautiful opening, but I also think that aftermath and that aftercare of having somebody to go to after you maybe have released something so big and so heavy is one piece of bringing breathwork to the area that we're really excited about is to help people through that next steps, right? Oh, girl, you captured that just beautifully. And I think one of the most beautiful aspects that we have felt through all of this is that aftercare piece that we give to each other that we felt, you know, even I found going back home to home, home to Heather's house with Carrie and with each other, I was really hesitant to say what some of the things that showed up in that session for me. And I was like, no, 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 this is like, this is safe. This is, this is home. This is right. And so I think that vulnerability um, is something that is only able to show up when you feel entirely safe and entirely in your power. Right. And so that Phoenix rising was like all these women just like, fuck you, we're going to the top. Um, was so powerful. Um, and then having um, your sisters with you, right? And I think for us, that's a really, we know how special and important that piece is. And so I'm really excited for that. Um, as you were speaking, um, one of the things that came through was, um, and I've known this, but I didn't connect it to um, what's going on, and for the listener, I hope that this maybe resonates with you. Um, for me, I healed a really big part. Whew, it still makes me emotional. Um, I healed a really big part of me that has shown up in shadow my whole life long. And it just like came through in breathwork. And I was like, whoa, why? What's going on there? What's this showing up for? And what, what is it? Um, and so it healed in that breathwork session. And it also um, healed my husband, which is so cool. So the work that happens in breath work doesn't just span your own self. It goes out to the people that you touch, right? It heals. Um, I think of even when you did ayahuasca and, right? Like you healed seven generations in front of you and seven generations behind you. That's the power of this work that it's, yes, it is for you. But it is not like when I think of even the Phoenix Rising, that wasn't about you and me and Jen and Jess and um, Christy. Christy. <laughs> um, that wasn't just about us. That was about women over the world. That was about sisterhood. That is for every fucking woman on the planet. Right. And so I think that's something that I didn't realize until um, that session was like, oh, I'm doing this for me. Yes but I'm actually empowered. Oh my gosh. I was just going to say empowering the collective. <laughs> that was not even planned. <laughs> Yay! Oh. oh, thank you universe. I fucking love you. Um, but that's what it is where it's, you're becoming your best self and it is going to directly and indirectly impact all the people around you. 
Yes. 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 And I think there's a beautiful part where I look at breathwork and I think if we go in with, I need to heal this childhood thing that happened to me when I was seven, the breath is the shaman. So if the breath says today is not the day to heal that, it's possible that doesn't even show up. And I think the, the, the best advice I have for people going into breath is to remain open with, we have a lot of open wounds. We've all been through probably a lot of shit in our day. The breath is going to go through and whatever you are ready to heal, whatever is it's similar probably to Reiki in that, in that way. If you are not ready to heal that thing, you can set the intention, but also be open to what comes forward could be totally different. I think if we're only so singularly focused on this one thing, we lose the opportunity for all of the other little healings that maybe we didn't even know were wounds, right? And so that's also something that I think really showed up for me in this one where I was like, oh, did not see that coming. And like, just, yeah, just totally. Yeah. And there's it just, it's, it's, surpri- it's surprising in that way and very, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. And my partner, um, so I find um, I find for me, there's a little bit of resistance as I go in. Cause I'm like, Oh, like, you know, it could, there's stuff that could come up. Right. And just like, Oh, so there's a little bit of resistance, but my partner, Josh, he said something that was really powerful. And so if that's showing up for you and you're like, I want to try breath work, but I'm also terrified. Like this sounds crazy. Um, he said something that really shifted my perspective before I laid down on the mat. Cause in our like conversation at the beginning, we were just kind of chatting and I said like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And he said, remember that ceremony, somebody had told him this ceremony is a place of rest. So you don't have to go in ready to slay the fucking dragons. You can just come in with, with the, the notion to rest and how interesting that is for me is that is what I went in with. Um, but I don't have to go slay the dragon. Um, I, that wasn't my intention, like the, the, the word that I said, but that was how I was going in was this can be relaxing. This can be peaceful. This can be, and then it shifted. Like it definitely went in the direction of like, no, we're going to do whatever you fucking need now that you're here. Um, which was beautiful. But I think of that too, because the very first session of breath, I went in with the intention to rest. Mm. Right. That first one with Heather, I went in with the intention to not only rest, but to sleep. Mm-hmm. But that did not happen at all. But I think that's a really beautiful um, way of connotating it in a way that, yes, it's very powerful. And the breath is the shaman, but it can also be this really relaxing, restful um, place for you to come into your own. Mm-hmm. And my my husband's first um, breathwork session when we had the women's and the men's retreat, um, his was very joyful. That was what he had said was that, you know, it was really, really beautiful and really joyful. And so just knowing that whatever that experience looks like, it can be profound. It can be beautiful. It can be calm. It can be restful. It can be soul shaking. It can be release. It can be manifestation. Um, And I think that's the most 
powerful part that we have both discovered with breathwork um, is that you get what you need. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. I did want to speak to a couple of other little points from the trip that I thought were just beautiful memories that deserve a home here. And so some unforgettable moments from our trip. Name two that you will absolutely never forget. Ashley Grant from Florida, 2023, March. Name one, and then I'll go. Then you go. Okay, I was like, I have like a million. Um, One of my favorite moments of the entire trip was literally... The, the soul like laughter that came out of my body so often, but specifically when we were in Heather's Mercedes Benz, we're in the sunroof of her car and we are listening to, um, the Kiki song. What is it? Great in my feelings. Kiki, do you love me? (laughs) And we are like out of this sunroof and we are howling. We are laughing. We, the, the laughter that came was hurting my sides and my belly so much because I was laughing so hard. And there is a picture. If any of you see it, like my hair is all windblown. My eyes are all scrunched. Like I am just, to me, that was such a happy moment. We were all laughing. We were all happy. And the wind was blowing as the air element that I am. I'm just like, yes, get this wind on me. Um, And I thought it was really just so beautiful and so powerful, even just that, you know, it was you and I poked out and it's like, here we are world. Um, And then with Carrie Ann and Heather sitting there, full support, full love, full, just like totally embracing it. Right. Like Heather wasn't like, get down here. You're wrecked my car girl. She was like, yeah. Right. It was just, I don't know that moment to me, I will never, ever forget. It was, yeah, just pure bliss, pure joy, pure happiness, all coming together in one spot. So yeah. Yes. Yes, and a key element that I will never forget is that my fake eyelashes, they were like blowing in the wind so hard that I'm like, oh, they're going to fall off, they're going to fall off, boom. And then all of a sudden the fake eyelashes were gone into the Florida. And I was like, so just a funny little sidebar on that. I thought you were joking when you said that. You're like, this is going to whip my eyelashes off. And then all of a sudden you're peeling them off. I'm like, oh, they, it actually is. And you were like, yeah. Oh, totally, totally. Um... Okay, I would say one of my like favorite moments of the entire trip was all of the times where we held hands and just took a moment to be totally present and share in conversations, questions, gratitude, but connecting hand to hand. So if whether it was like grabbing hands at dinner or when we had our sacred sisterhood back at Heather's on the last night after our sensual dancing, we were just holding each other's energy. I don't think I've ever been on a trip where the people that I'm with, I have felt so connected. And the four of us in particular, or even with when all the girls were together, we were all holding hands I think just that deep connection of energy and that deep connection that we weren't just there to have fun. We weren't just there to move through the motions and then be worrying about what's going to happen on Tuesday. They just felt like full 
complete moments of presence of I feel you, I'm here with you. This is not by accident. This is divine timing that we are right here in this very moment sharing these exact words. And I don't think I've ever been on a vacation that's been like that. It's normally like, okay, we're going to do this at three. And then we're going to do this at seven. Oh, and then next Tuesday. And that's where my brain is normally on a vacation. It's hard for me to just be so like, I'm here, I'm now. And so those little moments that made the interactions feel so present, I think was particularly powerful for me because A, I don't remember a lot. It's really hard for me to remember things that happened. And I'm thinking like in my head, the more that I do that and I just ground into presence and ground into that, I think my mind will be able to solidify memories in a way of not racing to the next memory. So that I think was a big piece and a big awakening in my brain. of Maybe that's a reason why you don't remember a lot. Because it really, a lot of things have happened in my life. I have a ton of memories. I have like a string together of a lot of really epic moments, but I don't remember a lot. And it's not until you mentioned something or our friend Sharina mentioned something or my partner Bradley mentioned something. He's like, you remember that? I'm like, I do, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. And so that complete presence, I think, is really powerful. Um, and I realized that on the trip. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> Number two. Um, I think one of the, there's two that are coming to mind, but um, the, like, when we, it was the Tuesday, when we were sitting and we were having lunch, and we had ordered some sangria and we were just like happy to be done, right? This was like our free day. There was nothing that we had to do. Um, and one of the things that Heather did that was so like, so perfectly Oracle sister, like was she got us to call in who our, um, sacred slut is essentially, right. Um, to, to channel, to, kind of find that persona that goes into our desires, into what we want sexually, into like a part of us that, you know, Ashley, the mom maybe wouldn't, you know, go to that, but you know, your, your slutty self, your like sacred slut, your go tap into her. What would she do in this moment? And I think that was a really fun thing that I've been able to bring home and has been really Wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, as well. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that was another favorite piece that just, again, it calls in that fun, that sacred, and that sexual piece, and that they can all be one thing um, without it being a bad or a separate piece. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cleo, what would Cleo do in this moment? What would Cleo do? So mine, I'll, yeah. So mine was, first word that, first name that came through was Cleopatra. And then it was like Cleo. And so Cleopatra is the like, the sensual, the like, touch my body, love me, kiss me everywhere. Like the like love making piece. And then Cleo, she is down to fuck. Like she is a wild child and she is like, look out world. Um, so yeah, it's helpful for my brain to literally tap into those personas to channel that in and just like, oh, I don't have to be mommy right now. I'm just Cleo, right? And so I think that's like so fun. It adds an element um, to mm-hmm. our relationship that 
is safe and fun and sexy and new. And so it's been really, that's been really beautiful. I love that. And slutty. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I think we should explain like sacred sluts is something that we came up with when we were in the course. But I think for me, like some people will say, oh, you don't want to be called a slut. And a slut isn't necessarily somebody who sleeps with a lot of other partners. A slut is just somebody who likes to fuck. If you like to fuck, you can be a slut. Because look at the way, like, and it's that whole embodiment of like, there's no shame in being a sexual, horny female who goes after what she wants, right? And so for the person that's listening, it's like, oh, I don't want to be a slut. It's flipping that persona to see slut as a good thing. If you're somebody who enjoys pleasure, who knows that you deserve to be able to take your body to these levels, it's not just on the man to be able to have that sort of libido. You can have that sort of libido and fully fucking embrace it. And I feel like that's where that whole slut comes from. The word slut, it's not necessarily a lot of partners. It's just that desire to get the pleasure that you want and not relying on the man to be the person who goes after you, right? So no judgment, just being somebody that knows that that yoni power, that pussy pleasure, that piece of you is something that... um yeah, is something that should be uh, yeah tapped into. I feel like I feel like Phoenix Rising is us taking that word back. Yes, where it's like yeah. you don't get to tell me what I am. Mm-hmm. You don't get to put that on me. Yeah, right. And I think it's a very masculine word. Where it's like, yes. oh, you're a slut. It's almost like the word fuck. Where it's like it's short. The syllable in it is like one syllable. It's hard. It's you know dirty. It's no. We're taking that back. And I'm owning it. And then I'm going to put the word sacred in front of it. So, you know, I'm unfucking touchable. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, sacred slut sisterhood, if this calls to your soul, you're already one of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm, I love it. So, okay. So here's the invitation. The invitation for the listener right now is to just take a moment, close your eyes. Let everything else just push out of your mind and then drop into that desire. See if you can just find her. See if you can picture her. And then whatever name pops to mind, don't think about it. Just the first thing that comes to mind. When you have that name and you have that vision, just knowing you can call that in whenever wherever, however you want. She is shame-free. She is guilt-free. She is a pleasure powerhouse. Mm. Mm, Such a beautiful, such a beautiful practice. Mm -hmm. Mm. Love it. Mm. So my second thing that I will never forget from that trip Mm -hmm. Is just mm. there's so many, right? There's so many. <laughs> I will say the other thing that I, yeah, the other thing I will say I will never forget is the change room. So on the sangria day, oh, you we went into anthropology after drinking a little bit of sangria, and we all grabbed the ugliest outfit that we could find. 
I <laughs> went to the change room and we had a little fashion show and we had the person working take pictures of it and it was so fun and so silly and so playful and all of those laughs and so that's another challenge for somebody that's listening when you feel that like little urge you're like okay well maybe maybe my friends are going to judge me or maybe oh I don't know if you get an idea like that that's like something that you would do either when you were a kid or when you were a teenage teenager step into that like that urge was like instant I'm like uh okay let's just do this and that will forever be one of the funniest moments I just yeah it it was totally priceless and even the girl working she's like you guys all want to change room together and I'm like yeah girl you know you know what's going down here ever been asked that before like do the four of you want to get in the change room together I'm like I've never been asked that in my life. She knew. And then she asked if we wanted pictures. We're like, oh, this girl, she knows what's up. <laughs> totally. Totally. And so, yeah, that was, that was classic. That was so memorable. It was so good. And just, I honestly felt, I guess in so many ways, like to just have sisters that speak the same language that are just like, oh, I see you. Your soul and my soul are just so linked. I just, it felt like a coming home. It felt like a, mm, and yet there was, there's a little bit of a generational thing. Like Heather, beautiful Heather's 52. Carrie Ann, I think is either 42 or 46. One of them, one of those. She's in her 40s. She's in her 40s. And then there's us in our 30s. And there was, but there was this, sisterhood this our souls aren't doing this for the first time and that's how i truly believe friendship should be totally free totally liberated totally judgment free and your soul is like i am here i can do whatever i'm either gonna let my teeth out like i was like just topless like just you guys were eating breakfast and i'm topless like and i mean lots of random things transpired on the trip but i feel like we all just felt like in that moment i can do whatever i want to do you know yeah, what it is? So you know what's so when you talked about the change room, I was like, oh, you know what happened on this trip was every part of our souls got to come out. Every part of it. You get the playful, you get the, the slutty, you get the the soft, you get the the tearful, you get the like, even I think of when we were connecting with Jen, Carrie Ann's mm-hmm. friend, right? Like the we were the teacher and the student. There was, I feel like every part of what it wasn't just like oh I'm going on a trip for this one thing it was like the playful and the laughter and then when we my next one I'll share what we did with Heather that last night um that right like that like sacred movement that was so like sensual and but still connected to your sisters without it being like a sexual to them just to yourself like it was just this like Every part of your soul got to come out. And you could be all of it. Like, there's no, like, oh, you have to just be this one thing. It's duality, polarity, things that might seem opposing, mm-hmm. right? Like, holding angelic space and breathwork facilitation. Mm-hmm. And yet, also being able to be so playful and so silly and really tapping into all of those things that you may have been told, like, you can only be this. We really tapped into the things that are perhaps opposing the think, masculine and the feminine. It was really cool. And I think with that, there's a sense of coming home. 
but also becoming whole. Yes. Yes. There's a wholeness of like all of those pieces coming in back to the home where they belong, where it just feels like I'm, I'm all of it. I'm none of it. I can be whatever I want of it. And when you have sisters like that, there's, yeah, there's no guilt. There's no shame. It just, it simply is. And it unfolds beautifully and naturally and easily and unexpectedly. Right. And so, yeah. So the last thing that I want to talk about was Heather's, I forget what it's even called. Nonlinear, nonlinear movement. Nonlinear movement. Right. And so Heather is a dancer. So she is used to choreographed linear movement that is very like to the beat, to the movement, to the, to the song, to whatever it is that um, you're supposed to be doing. And so nonlinear movement is really about not following the beat. It's about um, even just like sitting and moving the body um, to touching the body where it feels good. Um, to like run your fingers over your arms or down your legs, um, to touch your hair, to touch your neck. Um, and that was such a powerful, incredible um, exercise that she took us through. She took us through three songs and um, three different breath holds as well. So we included breath with that movement, with the music. And um, there were times when our eyes were open. And so we were looking at one another, but there were also times where we were um, just eyes closed. And so it was really about this place of just like being inside of your body, being inside of your own self. Um, and it felt very safe. It felt very sensual. It felt very, um, I don't even know what the right word is, but there was this like, it was like meditation, dance, breath work, all coming together into one modality that was like there was there were sounds coming out of us that were just like whoa what is that right and then the movement just being so free to literally move your body however you fucking want um without a plan without a like oh what should I do um so again it comes back to that piece of like full presence um and fully in the mm -hmm. body um, was, it was powerful. And then, yeah, the, the ceremony at the end where we were just holding hands, um, and holding that space felt like, to me, it felt very like, um, ancient, very native, very like Aboriginal. Like this was not the first time we had done this. Right. But yeah. <laughs> that uh, and I love that it was like one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's one o'clock. Very late. We had spent the whole night just like mm -hmm. living our lives mm -hmm. to the max. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. So we thought that we would share a daily breathwork practice that you guys could bring in as something to start integrating breathwork and seeing how it's able to be supportive to your nervous system, your ability to manage stress and your ability to feel as though um, you can come back to a place of safety at any point using a modality that, uh, we learned in our certification. Now we do have a couple of these in the empowered collective membership. So this is one of the tools that we share with our sisters in that community as something that can be really supportive. I know for me, 
integrating this has been really, really helpful. I found I lit, I used to, um, when really hard emotions would show up, I would lean on drugs or food or something to numb just to run away from the emotion. So whether it's emotional eating or not being able to handle the stress of your day to day, using this practice, it allows us to come back to this place of it's okay to feel what I'm feeling right now. And it's also okay to tell my nervous system that we're safe versus trying to numb and run, which happens a lot with, I think, addictive patterns and with coping mechanisms, we are afraid to feel. And so we choose a different vehicle and breathwork can become the new vehicle to move you either from that place of sadness, that place of depression, that place of anxiety, that place of worry into a place of, Hey, I got this. I have all of all the things that I need inside of me to move through this, to get through this. And I do think that's one of the best parts about breathwork is that it is a beautiful coping mechanism that every single person should have in their toolkit from the earliest of ages so that they no longer have to feel like they have to numb to get through life. Yeah, the power to realize, and this is part of the power of breathwork, is that in that fight or flight, you become okay. It's that like, even though this is happening, and I think of that, even when real crisis is upon us, most of us really do move into that state of calm where it's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. And it's going to be okay. Right. We, the anxiety, the stress, the lead up to that, if we think about that before it happens, right. We often are in this, like, <gasps> what will I do it, when it's actually unfolding though, usually we're okay. Right. And so I think when it comes to that breathwork piece, you're taken a little bit into that fight or flight response. And then as that's happening, you realize, okay, I'm good. This can show up. I can be here for it. And then it can let go. It's like, then all that's left is the okay. And then peace settles in and I'm fucking good. And I'm not just good. I'm fucking great. I'm not just great. I'm fucking queen. Right. And so it's like being showing up with that, allowing it. And then when it lets go, just because you're there with it, then everything else that comes through with that. Let's take them through a little mini session. This is something we did learn from our um, breathwork teacher, Fabiano Menino. Um, so this is something that he taught us that he does each day um, as a daily practice. So we are excited and honored to bring this to you guys um, as certified breathwork specialists. We can uh, we can do this now. So totally, totally. So I'll just explain kind of what that's going to look like. And as we're going to go through, I want to make sure that the music works first though, Ashley. So can you tell me that you can hear it on your side of things once I play it? Okay. So as we get things organized and we just kind of unfold into this, um, just finding yourself in a quiet space. Um, if you're driving. Can you hear that or no? Can you hear it or no? No. It needs to be louder. Um, so just getting yourself to a quiet, um, uninterrupted space. It's not a long practice. It'll take five to seven minutes. Um, but if you are driving or if you are, you know, sitting around with your family, um, just making sure that you're creating space around this practice, um, much like a meditation, um, getting yourself to a quiet place. You can sit, you can lie down, um, but just getting yourself to a place where, um, you are going to be uninterrupted and can feel and um, enjoy this 
Do you want me to put some music on? See how we how we land. It's it's better. And if not, I'm just playing around with the settings on here. I don't have it for my my this is better. Still sound pretty quiet. Yeah, and it's it sounds choppy. Will you tell me what song you're looking for? Um, it's called Oneness Chant. Oneness Chant, and we'll try it from my end. Um, Thank you for your patience, guys, as you're listening. Yeah. And it's by Lauren Monroe. Lauren Monroe. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe we can work with that. Yeah. Hmm. You can still hear it. So you can find yourself a comfortable position. Perhaps you want to cross your legs and sit on the floor. Or perhaps you want to lie right down. Either is totally fine. I invite you to place both hands onto your heart and take a moment just to feel your heart beating. I feel like it's way too choppy, babe. Sorry, it's way too choppy. Sorry. Perhaps we do it. We're going to do it with that music. It's not as good. That's okay. The universe has a way. Uh, universe is go. saying no. No music for this. It's okay. So your hands are going to be placed onto your heart. Sometimes women like to place one hand onto your womb so that feels more supportive. You can certainly move one of your hands down onto your stomach or onto your womb. You can just take a couple of breaths. Just following your natural pace. For the first series of breaths, we'll be breathing in through our mouth and out through our mouth. One suggestion I have for you is to imagine that you're sucking the breath in through a straw by pursing your lips. The way that that's going to sound and look is like this. Right. Once we go to do this, we're going to do about 16 nice deep breaths, just like that, in through the mouth and out through the mouth. And then we're going to do what's called a breath hold, where we'll be inhaling all the way to the top and then staying right there for about 30 seconds. If at any point you need to release the breath, that is totally a-okay. Only hold where it feels comfortable for you. I'm just seeing if you can, as you're bringing that breath in, bring it right down into the belly. You want to be breathing into the chest, 
bring that air in through the mouth all the way down to the lower chambers, down, down, down. The belly should expand and contract. Here we go in three, two, one. In through the mouth, out through the mouth. Breathing deeper into the belly, rounding yourself a little bit more with each breath. Two more. Last one. Going into our first breath hold. So we're going to take a nice deep inhale in through the mouth. And then just be here. If you start to feel tingles in your fingertips, know that that's totally normal. As your body begins to alkalize and come back into balance, you may feel sensations in any part of your body. Know that you are safe, you are loved. More power. You're ready. Exhale, let it go. Round two. Circular breath. Only a few more. Three, last one, and our last breath hold at the top. Nice deep inhale all the way up, sucking all the air in.
hold. Taking a moment. Just be. Knowing that you're fully supported by all of your sisters and all of your brothers, by all those that have come before you and all those that will come after. You're supported by a higher power supported by oneness. And you have everything you need to create the life you've always desired. And when you're ready, We're gonna switch the breath now. We're gonna start breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. We're just doing a few practice breaths with that. In through the nose, down into the belly and out through the breath. Out through the mouth, feeling that breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. And we're gonna start deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose. Out through the mouth and counting that all the way up to 16. I'll keep track of the breaths. You focus on the in and the out. Noticing a softening starting to happen in the body. Letting go of anything that's lingering. Let that breath take it away. A few more to go. Deep breath in, letting in anything that you've been holding back from. Feeling whatever needs to show up now in your world and clearing out anything that's ready to go. Three more breaths now. In through the nose, out through the mouth. 
in through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth. And this time we're going to take a deep inhale in. And let all that air go. Empty, 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 empty. Deep breath in. Filling, 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 filling all the way to the top. And let it all go. Empty, empty, empty that vessel. Let it all go. Deep inhale in. Filling your whole body. And on this exhale, you're going to hold at the very bottom of that breath. Let it all empty all the way out. Seeing that breath traveling down, 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 down. Empty and hold that breath. Allow your body to relax as you hold. You don't have to feel tight. You don't have to hold on. You can relax into the softness of this moment as you connect to your highest self, your angels, your guides, source, spirit, creator. Go wherever you need to go. Let go of whatever you need to let go and call in all that is yours. And you can hold that breath as long as you like, releasing whenever you're ready. Knowing that when you let go, you are more you. You are deeper in your essence and you're connected to your soul, your path, and your purpose. And if you're still holding that breath, letting go now, gently and easily coming back to the room you're in, to the moment that is now, And just taking a few more deep breaths, allowing yourself to feel that ease, perfection, and grace that is you to feel full, joyful, and loved. Mm, thank you, Mama. Thank, thank you. Ah. So we just let our first breath work, guys. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> and we can't wait to bring you full ceremony soon. Mm -hmm. We are just nailing down some dates. And we already have the space uh, figured out. It's absolutely divine. It's beautiful. It's perfect. And we know that this modality the first time we bring it to you all in a, I'm going to say y'all, first time we bring it to y'all, we are going to, um, we're going to make sure that it's everything that it was for us in a space, in a container, 
fill the sisters who will hold you, who got you. And that's why we'll only be 20. We will only have 20 spots for first ceremony that we can effectively and appropriately hold space for every soul in that room. And so if any of this is resonating or if you've been following for a long time and you're like, I've always wanted to do that, our invitation is to email or connect with one of us sooner rather than later, knowing that if you're feeling that call and you might not even know exactly what in the world breathwork ceremony is, but there's that nudge inside of you, we invite you to connect. Absolutely. Question. Question. One thing we haven't discussed. Are we doing all females or will it be a mixed bag? I guess we'll let you know. <laughs> My emotional authority will need to wait a week. No, I'm just kidding. Emotional authority will need to wait a little bit. But the thing that comes through clear that I didn't think would come through is there was power in men being in the room when we had ceremony, but we also didn't experience it. We held space for men. And so I don't know. The answer is I don't know yet. But I'm just, yeah, we'll put some feelers out and think about that. I think I I think already I think there's about three men in my life who would are already on the list. Like when you are certified, put me first. Like I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. Um, and if we had enough, we could do two. We could do a male ceremony and a female ceremony. There's no limits, baby. I love that. Yeah, oh, I yeah, think we'll, 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 we'll see. Let's see where the interest lies. And the universe, oh, she's going to do her thing anyways. I don't even know why we're asking this question. Whoever's there is exactly <laughs> meant to be there. Um, but yeah, there is, yeah, there is power in both. And I remember, I remember Aaron, he was on the floor with us, which I thought was so divine. Or if you're a regular listener, you will have experienced Aaron's hypnotherapy. He is a perfect balance of the male and female. Um, and so I thought it was amazing that he was the only male. Um, and he said he has never, ever been in goddess energy like that in his entire fucking life. He's like, I didn't know what the fuck it was, but holy shit, that goddess fucking energy. He's like, it's powerful. He's like, it was an honor to simply be in that space. Right. And so I think that, uh, yeah. So we'll keep you posted on the male, female thing. Um, so yeah, if, if, if you're a guy and you're listening, um, we definitely do have male listeners. Um, and you're like, hell fucking yes. You need to have dudes in that room. Um, let us know. Cause we, uh, just following the, the lead of the universe. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With that, I think we pull a card. Oh, that's another thing. That was another thing that I loved about Florida. We started our mornings with coffee outside in the sun, card pulling, holding hands. Oh, like, like that is just needs to be my life. Yes. It yeah. just needs to be my life. <laughs> so, so like so feminine. The way we moved into the days, so feminine. So not like rah-rah and more just like, I don't know. 
I think it didn't matter how long it took us to get our coffee or mm-hmm. think about how many times you wake up and you're like, give me the goddamn coffee. I need the coffee, I need the coffee, right? Whereas it was like, didn't really matter how long it took to get the coffee. We were very... It was fluid. It was just like... Mm, there's a dance, yeah. If there was, was a movement for our days, it would be this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Or what are we doing? Bitch slaps? Oh, yeah. Okay. So are we doing a bitch slap for each other and then a bitch slap for the audience or just one for the audience? Well, now that you've said that, we have to do it all. Okay. <laughs> I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Okay. All right. Yours first? Sure. Okay. What are we doing? Angela. Oh. The only duality there is, is the one you create in your own mind. Everything is one and nothing all at the same fucking time. Stop fucking labeling shit as one way or another. Accept all as belonging. Cool. I feel like you talked about that. That's like the whole theme, right? Of like, yeah. and this. Yeah, the yeah. universe is high-fiving you going, yeah, girl. You're doing it. Yes. Oh, and mine is just fucking do it. Write the book, sing the song, change the fucking world with your vision. You are unfucking capable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, baby. All right. One for the audience before we wrap this beautiful podcast up. Here we go. Oh, I haven't seen this one yet. Okay. All right. So if you're listening, this is for you. Money is not the root of all evil. Mm. Hate is. Fear is. Wasting your gifts so you can bitch about people who are making money is. Chin up, buttercup. It's time to make your own fucking magic happen. That's Damn. a little bit soft. So if you were listening, that's what the universe wants you to know today, this week, until the next time we pull a card for you. All right. And that's a magical one. Love you guys. Ciao for now. Lots of love there, baby. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.